In today's gospel, we read about the request that James and John's mother presented to Jesus, a request that stood in contrast with the announcement of the Passion. While Jesus was telling them that he was going up to Jerusalem to give his life, James and John were asking for the first places for themselves. But Jesus saw something valuable in their bold move, even when a lot of self-love was mixed in it. It contained a desire for greatness and a courageous spirit. So instead of rejecting their petition, Jesus decided to accept it and also to challenge it in some way so that he could bring it into line with his own desires. And he did it by indicating that they would have to share in his chalice. And that was a veiled reference to the combat of faith and martyrdom. But it was clear enough for James and John to get that they would be called to surrender their lives. And they responded resolutely, we can. That response alone already moved them away from a worldly type of ambition and brought them one step closer to a godlike ambition. Then Jesus did the same thing with the anger of the other ten. He helped them process it and redirect it in a more helpful way. It is as if Jesus was saying, you know, if you want these ambitious companions of yours to do better, reacting angrily is not going to help them. Do what I did. Help them channel their desire for greatness toward greatness in the eyes of God. Christ told them in a way, it was good that they wanted to be first in the kingdom of God if they had the capability of being first. Now, what's the sign that you have that capability? That you're ready to live for the salvation of others. That you're ready to sacrifice your own interests to help others thrive, grow, and find salvation. So, those aiming at a position of influence in the kingdom of God with no good motives at all should not be admitted to it. And those aiming at a position of influence with mixed motives need their hearts to be purified before getting there. And it's in this category that Jesus placed James and John. So how has Jesus redirected your own desires in the past? What ambitions would Jesus encourage in you, even when they are imperfect and in need of purification? How would the Lord challenge you to purify your desires and your ambitions?